Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo.
NVC, uh, Nintendo Voice Chat, IGN's uh, all Nintendo podcast. I am your host, Jose Otero, and I call this meeting to order. Whoa! <laughs> Joining me this week, Brian Altano, <laughs> Marty Sleva, hey everybody, Per Schneider, fan <laughs> favorite. And we are going to be talking all about <laughs> Nintendo's recent third quarter financial results meeting, which a lot of news came out of. We were kind of caught off guard with this, how many things came out of it. Yeah. It was really interesting. So this was uh, much touted, right? Because Nintendo a few weeks prior announced that their forecasts were down. Uh, so folks knew that this meeting was coming, basically, right? So wow, you guys got all real serious. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. we're listening. Talking, I'm, like my like, dad talks. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we're talking about like our favorite huh? Mario memories. Or yeah, something. me too. Like, oh, we're serious serious investor I feel meeting. Like Alan Greenspan should be on here instead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. we're okay. doing laser sneezes, and you're <laughs> yeah. like going over numbers. Yeah. What they need to well, do is have their profit margins by the up. The, I don't know. Well, all right. Well, let's talk about some of the things that came out of this, right? So first thing, and we're not going to go in order. First thing, Mario Kart in May. So what's up? Good, bad. The man with a gun. Well. First Great. off, that was really good. Uh, first off, uh, we made a bet like yeah. two weeks ago, and so I won <laughs> that did. bet. Let's yeah, just say all, that. all the podcasts. I uh, said March, April. He said May, June for uh, Mario. Uh, yeah. So nice. What'd you guys bet? Did we bet anything? Idiots. That's not how bets work. <laughs> <laughs> Could have gotten a steak or something. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy him a steak. I'll buy him okay. lunch. I'll buy him whatever you want. I think in the same bet it was Smash comes out next year, so we'll see. I'll you get a steak. A steak lunch is a steak sandwich, by the way. Yeah. Or a steak <laughs> salad. Yeah. I think that date is fine. Uh, we, we we get Donkey Kong in February, so yeah, late March. February too. March, yeah, exactly. March is a is a little close. I I always thought Mario Kart would be in March, but um, what are we doing in April? That's my question. <laughs> April is kind of barren, and it's like, well. I don't know. I mean, Nintendo could have surprises. They could pull another, like, hey, here's another NES remix Dr. style thing. Waluigi. <laughs> Dr. Waluigi. Dr. Waluigi. Absolutely. Put a lab coat on that guy. He is not a licensed <laughs> practitioner of medicine. <laughs> Ever. Oh, my God. I hate Waluigi. Anyway, um, no, but I think the problem with that, though, is that you really do, and Per and I talked about this over lunch the other day, something like NES Remix was inevitably cool, yeah. mm-hmm. but you don't have any pre-release hype, you don't have any previews, you don't have yeah. anyone really anticipating it. You're just saying, hey, we have this cool thing, and it's out now, yeah. and it's $15. That's, that's cool sure. for the fans, that's not good for business, Yeah, because yeah. you don't have the, we didn't write a preview and do a video preview and get yeah. people hyped. It was just like, holy crap, this thing came out, uh, here's a review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's sort of where we go with it, right? I think for a game for a game like NES Remix, that works. Like, I don't know if I would have watched months of, of video content. I mean, not about, months, but, you know, something short. I think even a week before, I would have been, a week later, I'd be like, oh, it's just uh, stupid short versions of balloon fight levels or something. Yeah. But saying, hey, this exists now. Go buy it. I'm like, yeah, I got to do it. I, I agree. In, the, in this case, I mean, this is a tricky one. Like, there, there are certain games that are released on Steam without any fanfare, yep. and then they blow up, right? Like, they become, like, million sellers uh, in just a couple of days, but that's because they do something special and different, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get a game that is, like, like terrific. Aria in space yeah, doesn't right, sound right. very different, but yeah. it's like or it's like, like Rust. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and this this one has the ben- benefit of a big license. So even just an announcement before the game came out would have could have I think helped tell the story that oh by the way Nintendo hasn't forgotten you. You've got all these games coming out in December. We're gonna have uh, NES remix, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, they got this nice surprise where co- hardcore fans were able to like felt good about being supported and bought yeah. something, but they didn't. Yeah, like. I don't think you could have hyped that game a year in advance. Right. It's not that kind right. of game. But no, not to not even let you know it was in the works at all seems yeah. really weird. 
when it's a platform where everybody says it doesn't have games. And honestly, yes. and, yeah. and the gap yeah. from February to, to May, like unless they fill it with something, feels way too familiar yeah. to last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. also yeah. true. Yeah, but we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, there there are definitely some indie games coming. Hopefully, mm-hmm. there's something else on the downloadable front, or maybe they've got some big firmware update planned. Because remember, they gotta update yeah. before Mario Kart to mm-hmm. add more online hooks and all that. So yeah. that's gotta mm-hmm. come between them, and maybe that's when they add something. Uh, you know more for Meverse or something like So one of the things I found weird was when they were talking about Mario Kart, they sort of bundled it in uh, when they were talking about how uh, going forward the Wii U needs to sort of emphasize the things that the gamepad can do that that nothing else could do. And they said, we'll show this in games like Mario Kart. It's like, well... There have been, and Mario Kart, there's been seven horn. of them before that without a gamepad. So. Sure, it was yeah. Donkey Kong, too. Yeah, this exactly. Is the, the, yes. the display. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the camera. Yeah. Like yeah. screen. Yeah. Nothing happens. Yeah. 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 Um, no, and with Mario Kart, I mean, I haven't previewed it yet, but I've heard from folks who previewed it, the touchscreen is just a horn. That's yeah. it. Like, nothing else is really going on there. And uh, that was actually one of their big talking points, too, where it was, you know, they kind of acknowledged, you know, they have not been able to fully communicate the value of the gamepad. They realized they haven't been successful in answering customer questions. Like, what is the difference between Wii U and the previous platform Wii, and what is the benefit of upgrading? Like, I'm glad that they're acknowledging these things, but it's like, hey, you really need to fix this problem. I'm sorry. It's a horn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've heard it's just uh, <laughs> you're still stuck on that. yeah that's that's not good that's, yeah. come on it's going to be a track map it's going to be a horn it's going to show you the position of the other players we I saw would, that in I, the G3 be, demo it right? would be awesome if it was a rear view yeah. mirror and you were like playing the game on your TV and that's you held not, it up and you're like oh crap there's yeah. a guy with a blue shell yeah. so we don't know what the final version is but we, we sure. did see we did see a display where it moved like um, yeah, your enemies uh, around you could imagine other things appearing there like messages but but it's a fast-paced game, so I don't know how often you can even look yeah. down. So I think maybe most of the uses are maybe one versus one play, yeah. you know, two-player with the two yeah. screens. And I'm hoping or... it's going to be off-screen play, too, because I would love yeah. to off that thing. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Yeah, Especially for an online game yep. where you can just kick back on the couch while watching TV and playing. Because and... I think on the yeah. DS and the 3DS versions, I didn't really find myself glancing down at that bottom screen a lot it's dangerous as hell to do it's that not the game the for it yeah. yeah not at all like you don't mm-hmm. want to take your eyes off Mario Kart for a second no that's yeah. right and I yeah. feel sm- I mean that's the challenge with a lot of these games right like it works amazingly well for maps, and unfortunately, that's a really boring story yeah. to tell, right? Yeah. Like, nobody's going to go, ooh, a map on the screen, but it is super helpful. All the games where the map is actually down on the on the second screen, it's, it's it nice. gets out yeah, of the way. Sure. I yeah. thought it worked great for but, you know, Zombie U, for Wind Waker. Yeah, stuff for like Wind that. Waker, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Or even go back to some DS, or I'm not sure, maybe, uh, I think Castlevania on 3DS did this. Yeah. You can jot notes down mm. on the map and be like, hey, well, I don't yeah. know, this is here, so sharing of note notes, Sharing of notes, drawing, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. would be great but yeah. you know it, I'm, I'm actually kind of worried with the Mario Kart real estate that they're just doing this to sort of appease everybody like in a perfect world uh, the Wii U selling great and there's tons of third party games out and th- Nintendo still operates sort of as if that's happening Mm-hmm. Like they're not really the type to rush games out, so mm-hmm. it kind of feels like they're like, oh, we got to plug this hole with something. Oh, Mario Kart! I'd rather have a Mario Kart that's ready in August or yeah. November, that's amazing forever. Than yeah, but they need games now. But they I mean, that need absolutely do they need do they need like right the now. death knell on another one of their franchises though? I mean, do they I don't need to put out. Like I don't. A, I don't. Th- I, that game from what trailers we've seen, that game looks almost done. Really, like, it looks amazing. So? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think okay. it, it's in perfect position. I mean, granted, we don't know a lot of features about it. And that's the thing. We haven't had 
at the point, well, but Nintendo's so product-focused, right? Like, to them, it's like, okay, the message is Donkey Kong right now because that's the next game that's coming, and yeah. then after that, it'll they'll start transitioning to Mario Kart, and we'll see that happen. Yeah. Um, but I think it is alarming that part of the message at this thing, so Awada says, our priority task this year is to offer software titles that are made possible because of the gamepad, but if you think about it, okay, so Mario Kart has some functionality. Donkey Kong Country, from what we've heard, the bot- the, the uh, gamepad screen is blank. Mm-hmm. And then Sakurai has already said, for Smash Brothers, the gamepad is not, re- they're not looking to do yeah. anything on the gamepad. I mean, he made those comments last year at E3. So you have, t- you're going to three- play with a pro controller anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So you have three major releases this year that so far don't offer anything significant with the gamepad that we know of right now. <laughs> yeah. It scares me, though. That could mean that we get a touchscreen Zelda or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. If I have to control it like a Metroid Prime. Oh, I, hope so. <laughs> I mean, this, this is reminiscent of a lot of uh, what happened with the DS and the 3DS, though, where they started off with this great concept, this yeah. proof of concept, mm-hmm. and as time went on, very few games used it. I mean, how many 3DS games that you absolutely love used a touchscreen? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, anything with text entry, right? Like that—that's Animal Crossing would have been an, a much bigger pain, I think, to communicate if it didn't have that mm-hmm. kind of virtual keyboard. Yeah, I like—I liked Zelda a lot on yeah. the DS. I thought that yeah. that control scheme worked really well. I felt the game was a little—I don't know—a little hamstrung by it. Like they didn't really try to challenge you too hard with what the game was, sure. um, and it was designed around a mobile format. So maybe that mobile format, excuse me. So maybe that was part of it. But I felt like the controls on that were great. But, but that would work on a single touchscreen <clears throat> device, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you could do Absolutely. that kind of gameplay on a, on a Vita, too, yeah. or an iPhone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, I mean, the, the one thing that I wish we'd hear a little bit more about is Mario Kart's online features. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know if I can say that. Ah, what the hell. But, like, when the last Mario Kart came out, right, like, the company that was running the online infrastructure was very known to us. Seven or yeah. Wii, just uh-huh. to be clear. It's Mario Kart Wii, right? Uh, yeah, Wii. That's what you're talking about. Okay, just um, to be fair. And what was the last release? Wii. Seven. No. Seven was Seven the last, re- yeah. last release. So 3DS, the 3DS version then, had um, had online play comparable to Xbox Live titles. Yeah. Like the numbers of, the number of people who were connecting at once was humongous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually Wii was really big too. It was a big surprise too. Well, the Wii one was one of their best-selling games of all time, right? And it had, it's the best-selling Wii game. And it had that weird, it had that weird kind of thing you installed, right? Like it had I mean, like a, channel, a support channel, app yeah, for right, it. Yeah. And so, you know, we, all, we often say that Nintendo hasn't nailed their online strategy and they haven't yet for online play right like they're not enough games for that to be an actual strategy yet but yeah. Mario Kart is a huge online game I mean yeah. the numbers were staggering like the, and, and and so given that we know that I figure they'd be talking about like what they're investing in to make yeah. sure this game runs right, because right. Mario Kart in May and then hopefully Smash Brothers later in the year that's yeah. a lot of connections yep w- w- and, you no. know it's not that many. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not on Wii. U. No, but you got when you get when you get the hardcore buying the game sure, and then playing sure. every yeah, day. I'll be, yeah. I'll be playing it. Oh, I mean, I, I can't wait. It's just I, I think when when people get mad at Nintendo, it's not because they don't really see the victories like you just described. Yeah. These sort of one-off wins. It's they well, they want something that's like unified across all fronts. Yeah. You know? But by the way, why didn't they celebrate this? Right? Like I don't know. They. Like they could have talked to their online provider and said, "Hey, how's this stack up against you know competing games? Many of uh, which have have publicly uh, you know publicized metrics out oh, there. Sure. They could have gone out and they could have said, "Hey, there are you know over hundred thousand concurrent players. Totally, like, like, totally. And you know, guys over at Microsoft would have gone, "Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Hopefully Marty's prediction comes true with a bundle, and that's going to hopefully ship units yeah. as well when this thing comes out. I so would love to see that. That's a lot of potential for people to just jump in and buy it because they yep. really like Mario Kart. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah and I, I do like I like the idea of them selling a bundle maybe with a second controller that says right out of the box you can play split screen or each have your own TV screen and play Mario Kart. No together. wheel, though, please. No, no wheel. God. Definitely no wheel. <laughs> no wheel, no pedals, no glove compartments or any other garbage. Wow. Like yeah. little white gloves. Yeah, little dice <laughs> or something. So uh, it sounds like a horn. Um, <laughs> I like that smile. You just smile towards the camera. I like it. Um, there it is. So uh, so it's safe to assume then that whatever Miyamoto's teams and whatever Nintendo is working on that's unannounced is going to you know take advantage of the gamepad. It seems like E3 has to be a big coming out party for unannounced gamepad, like unique gamepad games. And it, uh, it seems like during the presentation as well, they sort of acknowledged, hey, we're really good at figuring out ways to use the gamepad in multiplayer, but in single player, we're sort of dropping the ball. Like, you know, something like Nintendo Land, for example, the, the single player experiences were not very good. Mm. Yeah, right? I mean, they they were just very. It was it was very thin. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, yeah, it wasn't a so, lot there. It was uh, okay. Are yeah. you sure though? All these quotes, you know, it it, it obviously acknowledgement that they need to explain what the gamepad does is is great but couldn't that just mean that the commercials are going to emphasize off-screen play that you know you've got people playing on the t- on the screen and then oh sorry you're going to continue on this and like walk really away think, from I mean, the I couch they, or they threw that in like one or two Wii yeah. commercials and I think it needs to be in every one because yeah. it's it's such an awesome feature especially no, it is. Yeah. for people that live in you know uh, one apartment or have one yeah. TV or have a family yeah. room they have to share with a whole bunch of people like I just, it should be in every commercial. Yeah, like, I just feel that's a more likely approach than like shoehorning all these weird gamepad see, I, features into yep, future games. Yeah. No, I agree with that, but I do think that they are desperate for a game that has the sort of uh, reach and ability to communicate what the platform is, like a Wii Sports. And let's be, you know, let's be fair. Like Nintendo Wii U does not have that. No, there isn't a thing you could put on Good Morning America and say, "Hey, look at this cool thing that you can't get anywhere else. You can't do this anywhere on any other platform that's unique to our system, and that instantly sells what it is." That's what Wii Sports was. They don't have that. I mean, that's and I also think that's something they need. Like, I mean, or they're betting the gamepad isn't really 100% unique anymore because you can do similar things with a Vita and a PS4. You can do similar yeah. things with... Who sent you? You draw. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of 10 million you draws. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Like, are they going to demonstrate, like, unique stuff where, you know, somebody holds up the gamepad and, and uses the camera and then draws glasses and sends sure. it to their friends? Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff to, to bust open, like, what the gamepad actually can do. But at the same time, that's what all our touchscreen devices could do, too. So that's right, not a differentiating right. factor, right? Like, yeah. the off-screen play, to me, is the one that nobody can easily duplicate. Like, yeah. Vita can, but you need to spend a lot of money to sure, get that sure. kind of setup, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's not easy to market for Sony. I don't think they'll market that. Yeah. No, it's weird. Yeah. So uh, another big thing for them at E3 that they spoke about was that we will finally see... Um, uh, th- we will showcase our detailed propositions for utilizing NFC functionality at E3 in Los Angeles in June. So NFC stands for Neof- Near Field Communication. It is sort of a sensor that's on the front of the gamepad for folks that aren't, don't know this. Um, and you can – there's only one game that takes advantage of it right now, uh, Pokemon Rumble U, which was kind of you know a GameStop exclusive that sort of made almost no sense. Um, just because the way the toys interact with um, the game itself – it isn't like Skylanders. You didn't need the toys. The toys weren't, or even Disney Infinity, yeah. right? Like, you want new play sets, you want more characters, you have to buy the toys. Right. But I do think that if at E3, 
Nintendo unveils sort of a Disney, and they won't copy, but something to the scale of Disney Infinity with tons of Nintendo characters that are figures that yeah. you can buy, that's right. I think Nintendo fans will go nuts. What if that's how you unlock characters in Smash Brothers? It would seems like it would that make would sense be mean, for Smash. Huh? It would yeah. be really mean. <laughs> yeah, it would be incredibly mean. But then you'd have to come up <laughs> with, a, with a reason to take that figure to a friend's that, house. That the, the reason I'm so disappointed by that is because I know I would end up spending yep. $100 yeah. on toys. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. I, know. I, was, at me. <laughs> I was totally of two minds right there where part of me was like, oh, no, I saw you dare. guys. Both of you were like, Ugh. And the other part was like me. It just flashed to me, and it's like 4.30 in the afternoon, and I'm like calling every GameStop yeah. in the city. And I'm like, hey, do you have uh, Lucario? No. <laughs> King DDD, please. So I, I have uh, – this is an aside. I don't want but... Lucario. I just need him, man. I just need Lucario. Uh, this is an aside that you guys can make fun of me for, but I have gone to – Best Buy twice looking at Disney Infinity for Wii U and it's it's slightly cheaper so I think on regular consoles it's like 70 something bucks mm-hmm. on Wii U they have it the price went down to like 54 I'm really thinking about it but I'm just not attached to Disney IP now if that were a Nintendo a Nintendo product and that shelf was full of Mario characters or Zelda characters mm-hmm. sure. or yeah. I mean, you, you know, could have Nintendo Rhythm World Heaven characters but if they do this <gasps> if they do this they have to go all in they can't do like you okay Six months ago, when we first heard that story about Nintendo's making Pokemon toys and they scan into your games, I was like, drop the mic. They were making a billion dollars. And it's GameStop exclusive and it only works for the crap. Well, and it was a. Also, there's only eight toys. (laughs) Goodbye, we're Nintendo. We screwed up the best, most smartest thing we could have done, this money making machine. Like, they have to go all in. I think a Nintendo themed thing would make a lot more money than Pokemon. They let. Yeah, but I mean, Pokemon to me, it's it. The game is all about collection, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. such a great fit. I agree with you. I think they got cold feet. I think when they're looking at distribution, they like you, probably in Japan they're looking at the Bakachon, the the Gachaman yeah. machines yeah. and all that. And in the US, they're like, oh, what do we do? We don't want to deal with all these malls and companies. So let's mm-hmm. just go with GameStop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I just think they didn't bother to explore it yeah. further because like that at the cash register of Toys R Us is a much more meaningful sale. Right. right? I mean like, just send, send a couple ship a couple crates yeah. to every major toy store it was in America weird. and yeah. put a sign next to it that says works with your I mean we because uh, otherwise kids buy those toys anyway and then yeah. they go, yeah. oh crap, I can scan them into a video game. Yeah. And Double the prizes. Yeah, and you're absolutely spot on because it was a very Japanese approach. Even it was blind boxes when you mm-hmm. bought the yeah. the little Pokeballs. Like you didn't yep. know what you were yeah. getting. You just got a Pokemon. No, I got duplicates. Was, you want to trade? Yeah, you and I were like madmen. There's actually a video on IGN if you look up uh, Pokemon Rumble U of Pear and I unboxing uh, Pokemon. Well, they were cheap enough rad. that they were able to do that, right? Like Skylanders and Disney Infinity are a little more money. Yeah, you couldn't blind Disney box Infinity those is thirteen dollars a figure, which I think is absolutely terrible. Like those figures don't but, look like they have articulation. But those come with cool. actual level data. Data, right? They yeah, unlock yeah. unlock major things yeah, inside yeah. the game. Thirteen dollars? Yeah. To you? It's a, have your kids caught the Infinity? Did I have Infinity not bought it because I would like money and I want to keep yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it looks good though, and I, li- I like that developer. I think they're very strong. I'm I'm curious to to try it. But like, what would Nintendo do? I mean, they already have Smash Brothers, which is a match mashup of all their titles. Like, I can't imagine that they'll do another title just like it, just with figurines. So I figure it's got to be. I figure. It's got to be something, uh, something different. Like, oh, I'm still dreaming. With the idea. I'm still dreaming of a Donkey Kong construction kit where yeah. you, you can get the blocks and build. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's everything I want. I like That's that a really lot. nice. Yeah, let me make levels, man. Yeah. Good. Um, I think they could do it with a platformer or an adventure title, something you know. Just uh, Smash Brothers is a great party game, and it's a cool fighting game. Like you can call it either one, but I feel like um, something you know, sort of as an adventure game done right. And you know, again, Nintendo will not copy. 
what Skylanders and Disney Infinity are doing, right? They're too, there's too much pride there. They would not go that route. But if they mm-hmm. come up with something really unique and they have the right business model, I think they can go to town, make a lot of money. Yeah. It's yeah. a little predatory, though, but Look, what are you going to do? I have a feeling they'll do exactly the opposite of what we just talked yep, about. Like, it'll totally. be, I mean, that's great about them, right? Like, you can't, you can't easily predict what they're going to do next. Yeah. yeah. No, um, you can't. It'll so just be like, you I'm can put cu- your thumb on it, and it'll take your blood pressure, and you're going to die a couple Well, they're definitely, <laughs> they're definitely doing that kind of stuff, and maybe NFC ties into, like, a little Fitbit thing or something, sure, right? Sure. Like, you have your Nintendo Game & Watch. They're all coming back, and when you walk, it records your steps, and then you go like this, and it says, you are still fat. Like, they <laughs> You weigh three sunglasses. Uh oh. Measuring. Oh no. Measuring. Oh, Oh, Brian. (laughs) I love it. All right. So. Hey, I'm down to like one Snorlax now. Yeah, really? I'm working on it. You still doing the Wii Fit, you? I'm going to get back on it. Yeah. You're like all you're gonna be like all Alakazam by the end of the week. Oh wow. I know. I'm gonna be wow. a Lucario. There you go. I don't know who that is. You keep bringing him up. <laughs> Wait, when are you on. gonna play Pokemon again? You know people really want I'll get back to it someday. Two of, they all uh, dead. He can't play, <laughs> they're all dead. Yeah, it's like the whole bag of them is He's, dead. All he can do now is have a funeral procession. Walk around town <laughs> with a dead Pokemon. Pokeballs. Yeah. Like, I would love no reading holes. I would love a funeral for Pokemon that, that lasts <laughs> four days because I'm just naming all the names of oh. my dead Pokemons. Alright, so virtual console for Nintendo uh, excuse me, virtual console for Nintendo DS games on Wii U is another thing they talked about. Uh, quote is, we are sure now that we can solve the technical problem of displaying virtual console software from Nintendo DS on the gamepad. <laughs> That's such a weird thing to tell us. Yeah. Like, right? It's the same yeah. thing like when, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't, I I don't mean know, to laugh about this, but it's, like, but it's like when they said, oh, we found out that making games in HD is really hard. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 10 years ago you should have said yeah, that. Don't say you know, that. Don't say me. that now. No, it's yeah. the same thing. It's like, really, it was such a big technical hurdle that hackers have solved online. They can run like DS on a Sinclair it's, it's, Sinclair ZX. It's like when you're on right? a you're on an airplane and the pilot's like, "There's uh, it's there's some wind, but you know, sometimes it there's other, I'm just, like, just fly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just fly and land. Like nah. that's all I care about. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's you, your job to put Nintendo DS games on my Wii U. That's the one of the five <laughs> things you have to do today. I I, 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 I appreciate the transparency, but you should sure. have just said, "Hey, it was really easy to do this, <laughs> but we wanted out. to wait. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. until you guys were really hungry for DS." Games. Yeah, yeah, because Virtual yeah. Console is just in the dumps right now, right? And, and this could be cool. I mean, okay, so quick question to you guys. What DS games would you want to see? And hopefully they, you know, fixed any sort of aspect ratio problems or just, like, really stretchy, ugly graphics. Like, we also have that to consider. I really hope that that was figured out. Maybe that's what I mean, he have means they by said, the technical problems. Have they have said, is it going to be, like, bottom screen on the gamepad, top screen on the TV? So the, Must the be. demo they oh, showed was... Top uh, screen? Yeah. No, well, the demo they showed during the presentation, which was just a slide, was Brain Age running, and it was only on the gamepad, but the two screens were basically divided. So you had the two screens from holding the book style yeah. DS, but basically only on the gamepad, nothing with the TV. This is going to be um, so weird. Yeah, it's going it to be so I think, weird. I think it's cool that they can release more software, and, and the DS is one of the best systems of all time. It has so many good sure. games. Personally, I'm not excited because I have a DS yeah. and I have bought a lot of these games, yeah. and I, you know, I can but still play them anytime. Whereas, like NES, it's kind of it's pain to hook up the con- yeah. console yeah. with a little yellow connector and RF adapter and all and that. How's right? it going like, to work? Like you're playing, I most of the games on the DS that did use two screens together. Like, how is that going to work? Like, say Metroid Prime Pinball, right? You have two one, screens next to each other. 
they'll and have the ball goes from no, the right screen to the left. They'll screen. have two screen emulation on the big screen on the they'll, TV. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you're gonna be looking up and down. You I think they can mirror. No, they You'll can have it running on the gamepad with the two screens and two screens. Alright, what about there. games where there's two screens and the bottom one's a touch screen? Well, don't. What are you touching? Your TV? Down here. You're gonna play it on your gamepad. You're gonna play it on your gamepad. Take Contra Four, something where the gap comes into play, right? An enemy shoots a bullet, and then the gap between the gaps can be your whole living room. Alright. Hey, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that game is not coming to virtual console. Okay. <laughs> How about yeah. that? That's true. That's but true. Guys, those are edge cases. Most games, the touchscreen is a freaking map. You're going to throw the frisbee <laughs> in Nintendo because it's going to take it's an It's a menu. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Fire Emblem, right? Like, yeah. it, you, it will perfectly work perfectly Advance Wars all these games sure. will work perfectly like oh, Advance Wars you have the, the nether realm and the sky yeah. like you've got that, that dual screen I can't screen imagine what these games are going to look like on our TVs though yeah. like yeah, Super I Mario guess. 64 on a television yeah or like Kirby's Canvas Curse or you know. yeah. that's a good one they might letter box them down a little bit yeah. I would so. love like the world end with you yeah. make it like the yeah. size of an actual screen but on your TV screen like Perry said like I I was like, well, this is cool, but I'm less excited by this because I have a t- DS and all of my original DS games sure. very so close my to, feels to very that. Recent, yeah. my, my reply to that is that, unfortunately, the Nintendo way for most people is I'm just going to give them money again. I'm going to buy it again. Yeah, sure. That's what most people yeah. do, unfortunately. Yeah. Right? Like, how many how many times? We just bought The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past on Wii U again. I know me and Brian have. I yeah. don't know about you two. I, o- I own it on so many platforms. Yeah. Well, you don't I, own it at I did all. not. I did buy not it again buy the for Wii the no. 12th time. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would honestly, I'd rather see them take, like, 10 of the best DS games ever made and retool them for the Wii U. All right, so give me some. What are the DS games you want to see on Wii U? Metroid Prime Pinball. I love that game. That was good. I like that yeah. too. It was I think, amazing. I think Nintendogs on the Wii U would be awesome. I yes. think having a fake dog in your living room would be amazing for most people, like I, me. I sometimes I feel really bad for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I already said Adv- Ad- Ad- Advance, Advance Wars. Wars Advance Wars is the yeah. one. Because okay. like, I feel like Fire Emblem, we just got a really good one, and obviously you can play the DS titles still, but Advance Wars, we haven't seen a new one, yeah, so sure. I'm n- nostalgic for that. Yeah, the okay. two Zelda games, I think, are um, cool. Okay. Rework the controls a little bit. I don't like that. Yoshi's Touch and Go. No, I'm no. Kidding. Nobody cares about that uh, mm. Probably WarioWare DIY, just because I could spend hours drawing on the touchscreen for yeah, some of those sure. games. I, I thought Wario DIY was really cool. Meteos was awesome. Yeah, Meteos. No, Meteos is fine. <laughs> oh, really? It's <laughs> Japanese way to say it. Jose Otero. There you go. Take that. Okay, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian looks so disappointed. Um, non Nintendo published, I would like to see the world ends with you. I really like that game. Okay. I, always, right. I thought that, that was, was really, really good. good yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the, and there are a lot of good RPGs that. Here's the problem, though. In the list of virtual console games that now fall under the umbrella called Virtual Console, these lists are in a long line behind hundreds of games that are on platforms that the Wii U already supports that we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, there should be N64 games. There should be GBA games. There should be Game Boy yeah, Color why games. Yeah, YDS, and you still haven't put out GBA games, which There's you announced like a year ago. There's like seven Super Nintendo games on the Wii U right now and yeah. like 10 NES games. So yeah. I think in Japan, Virtual Console is up to like 100 games, and in the States, it's in the 60s or yeah. 70s. Yeah, so there, there's a big divide, but it's really bad. Yeah. We have Urban Champion and Ice Climber. That should know. never be resold. That game is terrible. I agree. <laughs> Yeah. Same with Ice Climber. One of the worst games I've ever made. Like, I think it's cool that they're able to do this. I, I would be way more excited over like re-releases of, of N64 games running at 60, for example, That's exactly right? What Which, I want. Yeah. To make that happen, yeah. you basically just 
put some gum in the cartridge slot and yeah, it'll work. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's how it works. That's all you need to yeah, do. It's that easy. The Wii U's cartridge You're slot. You're kidding, right? Yeah. This is not... <laughs> no, that's not what you need to do. <laughs> no, I would, I would love to see... Although, try putting gum in your Wii U and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, in the cartridge slot. In the cartridge yeah. slot. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. love... The Wii U's like, God, something's in here. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I love my Wii U. I didn't even know I had a cartridge slot. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, I, I want to finally see that Super Mario 64 HD remake that I've been asking for for ages you know like i think that's one of their best games they've ever made and it's just been relegated to the n64 and virtual console and tiny little ds screens like make it in hd like they did with wind waker there's a whole bunch of games they can do with, with something like that that's cool where's that banjo kazooie as well that banjo kazooie is on the xbox that's in like legal limbo i think I don't yeah. know league of limbo legal is that limbo. a moba yeah, <laughs> well thq had a sub license for it's a, a dancing moba for bk yeah. they, they made the handheld one right that's right yeah. they released that so oh so thq could do it we can bring him back <laughs> you, just, you have to like pee in a ditch at full moon midnight or something <laughs> yeah. you guys uh, you guys know what thq, THQ. stood for right you Toy headquarters. The, yeah, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was asking them. Why you oh, I'm sorry. Them? I didn't say it. Um, what? Yeah. Toy right. headquarters? Oh, good. That was good. So, 3DS. So. I just stole your when you said the answer earlier. All right. So, 3D, <laughs> 3DS. Let's, <laughs> move, let's move on. 3DS sales have reached 42.74 million units, um, which is a pretty big size, but uh, they've been talking about how, you know, they brought their forecast down as well for that how earlier. How many? What was that? 42.74 million. That's a lot of games. That's a lot yeah. of Well, that's a lot of systems. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and uh, the software is different. Um, but they were talking about the success of, uh, so Puzzle and Dragon Z uh, sold over 1 million units in no less than one month when it came out in Japan. And, uh, you know, they're seeing some success, basically the business model from like smartphone game makers, like where they're going, okay, this was a successful game on smartphone. Let's approach Nintendo with it. So Puzzle and Dragons, which is huge in Japan. I don't know why. I will never understand Puzzle and Dragons. They, they put it out it's, here, right? It's just a fun like RPG style. It's on iOS. On iOS it came out here. Yeah, on, yeah. Not, not 3DS. On, yeah, no, 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 I, I got into it on iOS. So yeah, that is one fine. of the biggest money maker in all of gaming history. Yeah, yeah. it's so huge. It's, it's, tr- it's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it has made billions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's because uh, because of the kind of microtransactions the way it's built like you don't pay for the game you pay for the micro for like yeah. the, the add-on yeah. items and things yeah. and um, yeah I'm, I was actually surprised that they didn't make a bigger deal of, about that game and actually kind of localize it because the, you can only play it on iOS and it's kind of hidden in the US mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah so they talked about success of Angry Birds Trilogy as well, which uh, sold over half a million units in a really short time. On so what? They, on 3DS? On 3DS, yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah. I, so they're saying that the number of companies who are approaching them basically to put like smartphone titles on 3DS is How much was Angry Birds yeah, Trilogy exactly, on 3DS? Exactly. Like, 40 bucks? I have all of those that's games on my problem. iPad and I've never paid for them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've just waited and every once in a while I'll be like, oh, it's free. I'll they're like, oh, it. it's free. And you exactly. download it. Yeah. yeah no, it's definitely... And I'm, I'm all for this, but like... When I can play Cut the Rope for a dollar on an iPad or ten dollars on 3DS, like I'm gonna go with the iPad, especially if it looks better on an iPad. Like yeah. I want them to take these games and I want them to put them on a, a platform with buttons because I love playing games with buttons. I'm old fashioned, maybe I'm absolutely crazy. no. Yeah, especially think... Cut the Rope, you can move the cursor and then <laughs> cut the button. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think TV is like he <laughs> would never play something like Flappy Bird or something like that, which I don't I know play why Flappy that Bird, game period. is so big. I deleted that game so fast. Yeah. Flappy Bird. Flappy Bird, huh? Get out of here. Yeah. Um, Not a fan. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're going to put those games on the 3DS, sell them like you're selling them on iOS. Mm-hmm. Don't rip us off. 
They put Angry Birds Trilogy on the Wii U for $50. Yeah. That's that was ridiculous. Well, incredible. they didn't just put it there. They, uh, isn't it also on 360 and PS3? Right, but this is not a podcast about those platforms. <laughs> sure, but it, but that problem is all around, right? Sure. Where yes. smartphone gaming and, and the, you know handheld whatever experiences, when they sell them as, as big console games, they unfortunately also just say, well, this price is yeah. going to be 40 yeah. bucks. Come get it. And it's and like, it, I don't know why anyone would do that. I yeah. understand. I mean, I could see it with like a Kingdom Rush or something where the original game relies so heavily on microtransactions that you're going to charge a bigger fee up front and, and, then, the entire and then have none, right? Like, that yeah. would be great. Like, yeah. the, if Puzzle and uh, Dragons worked that way, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Because then you could actually market them here as well and say, like, hey, these are safe games, right? Like, your kid gets a game and there's no, you don't have to buy any additional content, I think yeah. would be a great message for parents. Also, but, that's like playing. Gambling yeah. dad, though, because yeah. it's like I could hand a, my son, who doesn't exist, thank God, because he'd be I'd be broke after all these Disney Skylander garbage that comes out every day. Mm-hmm. But I could hand my kid an, an iPad and go, man, I hope he plays this game for free and doesn't touch any of the microtransaction buttons. Or I could buy him the same game for fifty bucks and be like, now he can never buy anything. Yeah, it's a gamble. I mean, I, that's selling me something that I haven't bought yet. Like no, I, don't, I don't want Angry Birds. It has all the DLC unlocked. I just want Angry Birds for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't I do that on my Wii U? Yeah, and I just don't think uh, you know, getting these smartphone games on a three DS is really gonna equal like great business for them. I mean Puzzle and Dragons I feel is the exception because it's so big in Japan. Yeah. Um and I don't know, they're saying Angry Birds did well. That's also I guess a, a big deal, but I I don't know. You can't put like Flappy Bird or something like it would have to Stop be like an invoking that or, name. Sorry, I, it's I mean, gonna come through put, the door. Well, no, I, I <laughs> mean, there are a lot of games. I just think, <laughs> I think you, Jose, I think you it can. just wouldn't translate. You'd have to put it on the eShop and you'd have to keep it competitive to iOS pricing. And Nintendo's not interested no, in that. They're, they're not, not racing do. to the bottom. I mean, they're Greg not, and I are doing a series now where we're playing Minecraft three years after it was popular, right? Yeah. And I'm only doing it because it's on PS3 for the first time. I don't have to like hook my PC up to my television or anything cumbersome like that. Okay. I know there's easy ways to do that. No, it's so hard. Do you got to plug in this cable. It's like... It was yeah. tough last year to hook up a 360 to your TV, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where, where were you? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think that having all the great games on one platform is a good thing. I don't think it's bad. I, even if they're old, even if they're ports, like yeah. having popular yeah, games I'm, on yeah. a 360. At the same time, I, I mean, I don't think we need to talk about this that for you know anymore it's yeah. like angry birds the fact that it existed for 99 cents or for free on one platform and then it's 50 bucks on another is kind of outrageous yeah. right and it like is. and i feel like nintendo nintendo is not you know, Nintendo nickel, nickels and dimes people too, right? With the re- releases on the virtual console, they don't have a, a unified system. But I feel like they're a little bit more respectful when it comes to microtransaction integration. And it's they yeah. believe in a completely different business model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and somebody brought this up. Their games retain value too, right? Like you can get a lot of games on sale um, later on, but a Nintendo game will always be basically full price. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so true. They, they do need a value play. On these platforms, because on 3DS and you know all, all these devices, it can be um, it can be pretty costly to try out some of the uh, the indie games that you would get for way cheaper. Mm-hmm. And like actually, the sale this weekend. Did you guys buy any of the games on Wii U? Yes. Like the if you already owned uh, if you owned one of them, you got like Jana Sisters. Uh, what mm-hmm. was it? So um, Jana Sisters, uh, Mighty Switch Force. Um, spin the bottle. The spin the bottle game. And Bitrunner. And Bitrunner. Yeah. Bitrunner. And I had, I had two of those already. So. You got them for actually competitive prices. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? 
that? Yes. Now I'll buy two games just to reward it. I think yeah. Toki Tori too. Toki Tori too, yeah. yeah. Toki Tori well. Yeah, six yeah. bucks or five bucks or whatever is great for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So hopefully, you know, they will have some more lower cost stuff, but they're not going to do 99 cents. They're going to do like three three through eight bucks. Right, yeah. but the mistake yeah. is when they do fourteen ninety nine for like Dr. Luigi. That like, was, I mean, you need somewhere, cut that price in half yeah. and they'll sell twice as much. I agree with you. Yep. Okay. Totally. But then you'll come out even. So... Nintendo's future platforms will connect uh, based on accounts and not devices. They spent a lot of time talking about how with each platform they introduce on the marketplace, they've made the mistake of setting up a device-based relationship rather than an accounts-based relationship. The Nintendo network IDs were a good step to establish that, and they are looking to now develop their future platforms around the idea of it being tied to your Nintendo network ID. I think that'd be set up like great loyalty like uh, benefits and, yeah. and, and you know whatnot. You've been a loyal Nintendo customer for how many years? Like they can track that and offer you better deals 30. and stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's it's one of those about time, but I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and they, man, they are so late yeah. to that party. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the moment you do that, you can have interconnectivity between the Smash Brothers games, mm-hmm. too, right? Like, not versus play. I'm sure that's almost impossible to sync up. But yeah. but other things where you could exchange data or, like, sure. items or, you know, see the records from one game on the sure. others. and Unlock characters, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost positive. Well, you need the figurines for that. Well, you need yeah, Lucario. You yeah. need both versions to get Lucario. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so next one, Paris prediction tied into how Nintendo will be entering the smartphone market this year. They spent some time talking about that as well, how um, they haven't really ruled out it being a game, but it will not be just as simple as taking a Nintendo game and putting it on iOS. Sure. That they're looking at developing an app that will attract consumers' attention among the myriads of mobile applications and basically communicate the value proposition and entertainment of Nintendo's products. Myriads? Yeah. Did <laughs> I say that wrong? Sorry. That's Myriad. a sequel to Myriad. Myriad, excuse me. I say things wrong all the time. Anyway. Uh, it's okay. We're all foreigners here. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So, wow. I was born <laughs> in this country. Yeah. Hey, you know, I was born in this country, too. Italian Al- was my first language. Altano. Sliva. Otero. My mother's Neither. an immigrant. You want to talk, talk about immigrants? So I, I know your mother. Okay. Oh. <laughs> wow. 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 Dad. <laughs> I would never have thought Parrot would have made a mama joke. I don't think I'm, I'm that old, man. Oh, man. That would be... <laughs> Holy moly. I, I'd, I'd be so, getting paid a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so, Congratulations, it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just still can't believe that happened. Okay, right. so I'm going to bring us back in for a second. Bring us back in. Uh, I, so he said, accordingly, I'm not giving any restrictions to the development team, even not ruling out the possibility of making games or using game characters. However, if you report that we will release Mario on smart devices, it would be a completely misleading statement. It is our intention to release some application on smart devices this year that is capable of attracting consumer attention and communicating the value of our entertainment. Offerings. Download this trailer for Mario. That's coming to weird. 3DS. That's I hope that's not what it yeah, is. Yeah, I hope not. That's yeah. going to be whack. What do you think? I mean, so we've done ID thing was your wasn't that your prediction? Yeah. So I, at IGN actually we've done some companion apps. Um, some of them we did with the publishers. So like okay. we worked with Square and said, hey Square Enix, if you guys feed us data from the game, we can create, for example, a smart map for your game that mm-hmm. you can access on the iPad. And you know, publishers really like that. Um, we did that for Elder Scrolls, and it was really really popular Skyrim, you know right? yeah, yeah. yeah we had a companion app where people could like before it came out you could look up information about the game yep. watch trailers and all that you could like look at message board posts when the game was out you could use an in-game map to help you help you find like the next city of kvatch or whatever right like no that was the last game was that, um was that a curse so, word so that's uh yeah <laughs> and so I think that's what they're going to do. I think they'll have companion apps um, where you can interface with the game in some way but also get, like, 
promotional material. So right? it wouldn't like, be like a PlayStation app or like the Xbox Live. Uh, what was that uh, Smart Glass app? It wouldn't be like that where it's a second, well, third screen potentially if it, <laughs> if it ties yeah, into the Nintendo product. I hope they will do an app like that because it's actually pretty handy. I use it to message people. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll check if somebody's on, on, on Xbox and I'll send them a message saying, hey, yep. do you want to play later, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Like I think that'd be great for Nintendo simply because they are trying to establish this online network. Yep. Yeah. And that'd be great because you could say, hey, hop on the 3DS and you could have the same application yeah. running And again, there. it'd be great if like, it yeah. pushed a notification on your phone. It's like, hey, you know, Earthbound's available for virtual console. Yeah. You or, can buy yeah. it on there and somehow make your so, Wii U turn on and just or take, it. Or take it a step further. Hey, uh, Marty just beat your score on Super Mario 3D World for this level like at this time. Yeah. It's like, that'd whoa, cool. yeah. I'm going to go home yeah. and get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. yeah, like Ghost Data? Yeah. yeah, I like that. So my that's my prediction is sort of they're going to do something that's somewhere between Street Pass and Ghost Data, where you can basically take your phone out and everyone has millions. There's millions of phones out there. Street Pass with everybody, collect data, bring it back home, and then use it on your 3DS or Wii U. So all of the interface, like the the RPG stuff and the fighting and all the other like little mini games that they've set up on 3DS. My prediction is they're going to. Do that on the Wii U, but without you actually bringing your Wii U out anywhere, you'll bring your 3DS or your iPhone, and it'll bring all that data in. Imagine mm-hmm. you had to. That'd be so ridiculous. The, the, the gamepad? Like, yeah, yeah, so my, my thing is they want people on iOS because that's a great platform to remind people that that's mm-hmm. where they exist. And but they also want people to take whatever they're learning from there and bring it back to their Nintendo systems, which you're not really doing unless you're saying, cool, you did all this stuff on your phone. It unlocked all this stuff on your console. Yeah. They'd be yeah. Like, you need to make all of those things come together in some way, and I think Street Pass is the way to do it. And they might, do, might tie into the camera, too. You know, like, it's nice that all these controllers have cameras on them now, but it's like when you're out and about and you're taking a picture, it's it's a different story. Yeah. Um, and remember, they had messaging applications on the on the DS before, and I, I think they'll I think they'll do one central app like that, and that is a big switch for that company, who famously said that Mies don't exist outside of their platforms, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. they, I remember when we launched our Wii channel, we had little Mies in the background, and they're like, ah, oh, you need to remove those Mies because Mies don't exist outside of our consoles. God, you're like, kidding? Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Holy so cow! Weird. They were they were nice about it. It wasn't like, hey, we're gonna sue you or anything, but they're mm. like. Like they made us. They made a repeated argument about the fact, and like there were a couple of applications where people set up like these me builders online, and they were really really cool, right? Like you could build a me on a PC and like print it out, um, and they went after those as well. They were they were very protective of that. Okay. Um, so this would be this would be a These huge are change in pain for them if they're offset. Like, oh, kill me! <laughs> no, because that <laughs> was their big value proposition was in order to have all this great fun, you need to have a Nintendo sure. platform. And let's let's not forget, at the time, Microsoft had not ripped off their avatar mm-hmm. system, right? And mm-hmm. like, hey, rare, you used to copying Nintendo's games from back when you were on Nintendo. Can you copy that? Can you copy that stuff now? I think it's going to be it's super Mickey Speedway. It's going to be a mix of all that stuff. Oh man, they'll probably do that, and they'll probably do like. What they did, um, I thought that that coin system that they launched in the 3DS, which they barely use at mm. all anymore. I mean, they use it in Zelda for like the hint ghost or whatever. But imagine walking around with your with your iPhone, collecting coins and bringing it back and spending it on your 3DS, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, all of that good, stuff, yeah. It's a baby step, and it also works in conjunction with their uh, their sort of like fitness health initiative. Mm. You know, yeah. I could imagine, and though back to the concept of a, a helper app for a specific franchise, like to me. 
that is that is the secret sauce for Nintendogs on a home console. Yeah. Like you're playing at home and then you're going and you got it with you. It's like, the you know, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, you can yeah. do the Kenway's fleet thing. You can send your ships out to collect like the goods from around the world. You come back to the game, you got all the money. Yep, and that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, so like the and Mass so, Effect app too. Yeah. The Mass Effect 3 tied to an app where you can send out ships to get resources or something mm-hmm. and then you'd come home and get like something out mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. So that I could imagine with stuff like Nintendogs for sure. Could be sure. like a puppy cam yep. for Nintendogs. You could yell at him. Or just see the puppy. <laughs> Have mercy. But, Rotate yeah. the camera. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna skip around a little uh, just to kind of get things moving because we're we're running out of time. Um, <clears throat> so the big thing they finished off with, and this was the thing that everyone was talking about for a while afterwards, uh, had to do with their new business direction or new business they're identifying that they want to enter. Um, and let's bear in mind, you know, Nintendo is a company that. Unlike Microsoft and Sony, they're very, very uh, public and constantly talking about expanding the gaming population. That's a big thing for them, right? And Wii is a great example of XSS. DS, for uh, for better or worse, is a great example of that before, you know, iOS came in or, or smartphones came in and kind of stole their lunch. So... They identified that as, you know, them redefining entertainment and improving people's quality of life in enjoyable ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've been, people have been reading about this QOL mm-hmm. uh, acronym ever since. So being an entertainment company, uh, this is a quote from them, making enjoyable improvements is something that Nintendo excels at. And this definition proves us with a clear distinction from simply improving quality of life. Um, that they want to sort of apply just an entertainment focus on the things they do. And if you think about it, they've done it before. They did a Wii Fit for the most part. Brain Age, too. Brain Age. The Touch Generation's label, most of those games were about, um, you know, so like the Big Brain Academies, the, uh, God, there were so many. Um, there were a lot of games that just weren't traditional games by nature. They were just sort of weird as far as Art Academy, Touch yeah. Generation's game, yeah. for example. Like, that's yeah. another good example. Um Anyway, so this is where they're expanding their business. This is going to be a major part of what they're going to do in the next 10 years is establish a pillar for quality of life products, and they're going to start with health yeah. and move into other pillars. I mean, they, they had Let's success. I was this. surprised to see that Wii U Fit, actually, Wii Fit U, actually sold a million units. Really? Yeah. yeah. Holy like, cow. I don't even think Pikmin sold Because it was units. so under the radar, I was surprised that it actually did that. Or oh, maybe it was downloaded a million times. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, not, I'm not clear I think on it was one. also, didn't it download automatically? <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yeah, if you had that switched on, it would you would wear. Like, oh, yeah. we fit. So, All right. Uh, no, I th- I think it was sales though, which which surprised me. Like there there is still this Nintendo is still in 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 some folks' eyes like a company that has like these health applications and these kind of uh, you know living kind of improvement apps. Like remember they had uh, they also had the the Vision one, right? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, there was space yeah. training too. Yeah. I don't know if that came over. Yeah. Wasn't there a walking simulator too? Yep. yep. So I can imagine I can imagine them trying to like, you know, funify chores and, you know, gamify. Funify. Like, you don't like that word? I hate gamify, so gamification. No. I like funify here. better. Yeah, now it's funify. I could I could see them do stuff like that. Um but Def- the question is whether whether that ship hasn't sailed yet because there's so much on on mobile devices. Well, yeah. and there's so many competitors in that space, and you and I were talking about this, right? Nike's Health. in there. Um, who Apple. else? I mean, so many apples in there. Investing yeah. in it, yeah. yeah. They just yeah. bought a company. Yeah, I mean, even Valve is talking about um, not not quality of life, but like non-wearable like technology and things like that, or wearable technology, which is something that falls into this a little bit. And it's like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. The other thing that you know, they haven't said that all of this is 
consumer oriented, right? Some mm -hmm. of it may be forging a deal with the biggest health clubs sure. to actually have like Nintendo powered like walk-in machines and all that kind Imagine of stuff. Imagine you get right? out of like, treadmill and you're yeah. chasing after Mario. Or yeah, yeah. So that kind of Pikmin stuff could trainer, be part of that. And lift up giant fruits. And by the way, there's there's <laughs> precedence for that, right? They forged deals with airlines, with hotels in yeah. the past. Remember the in-hotel entertainment yeah. stuff. Museums. Um, so Louvre. you know, it could be that they're doing that. Louvre. More yeah. like a B two B deal than oh yeah the consumer. Louvre that's yeah, another we one did that. yeah that's right we had yeah, a commentary Louvre. on that yeah they did more they did, yeah, I told, did it I for told soccer Jose I was going and... to New York on vacation he's like yo you gotta go to that to that art museum and check out the DS I'm I didn't say in New York I said you're going to Paris <laughs> I want to go to Paris I'm gonna go on my honeymoon and go check out the dude I res Mona Lisa paintings on hold the on honey. hold on honey it's hard it's Mona Lisa there you go I'm drawing a mustache no I like the that what did you say Funification of game of yes. chorification. Yeah. Chorification of games. No. What did you say? Yeah, that's funified. I feel like no games have been chorified already. Yeah. Um seriously. The, the Nintendo Nintendo did it with Animal Crossing. I mean, that was absolutely trophies are chorified. Rare that's did the it, chorification. Rare did it with Donkey Kong sixty four. Yes. Oh no no no. Collect you need to collect the pink bananas, <laughs> not the yellow bananas. Switch to the red yeah. yellow man for the Switch blue the orange. Slightly more racist <laughs> monkey. <laughs> Yeah, I, so I'm not against this, and it's no, weird. I'm like I, I'm, I think that as long as they're still making cool Mario's and Zelda's and Animal Crossings and Pikmin's and those kind of games that I love, then yeah, they can go turn around and you know do stuff like this. But yeah. it's, it, to me, it's just a tad bit disheartening that any sliver of their resources, any sliver of their, <laughs> any Mary Silva of their resources, <laughs> isn't being devoted to. Getting me more than three games I want to play a year sure. on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, but they may. I mean, they're doing a huge stock buyback, yeah. right? And yeah. they may be investing in yeah. new businesses too. And like other companies have done that. Like Konami had completely different divisions, right? Like yeah. from amusement machines, like Pachinko to to health clubs, and that's how they make most of their so, money now because they're not publishing that many games a year. No, exactly. Yeah. And, and okay, that's a bad example because <laughs> Konami's software kind of dried up, but they do have Castlevania, Metal Gear, yeah, and some exciting I mean, it's, stuff it's coming. It's sort of weird because. I I mean, I would still say that in this, in this day and age, Nintendo's first-party output is better than anybody else's. Yeah. But oh, it's absolutely. not enough yeah. because you look at the Wii U and it doesn't become synonymous as a gaming console sure. the way you look at the PS4 and the Xbox One because Sony and Microsoft get all the thumbs up for all the fantastic third-party stuff they mm -hmm. have in there. And that all takes negotiations and sure. good deals and stuff. But they get credit for games they're not making in a way. For sure. Whereas the best... Yeah, the best games on Xbox One and PS4 last year were from third parties. Yes. Were games yeah, like were Dead Rising, Sony, Assassin's Microsoft. Creed, and, and yeah, Battlefield and Call I mean, of Duty. I mean, I think them. that their first party efforts for, I mean, not to dismiss them, but they're chasing after sort of the Hollywood vision of what games are versus Nintendo doesn't chase that stuff. Nintendo does whatever Nintendo feels like it, and it's a fun game. Like, that's how they sure. approach it. Yeah. Sure. It's not like, yeah. hey, let's blow up a million zombies. It's like, well, we'll try something different. Nintendo needs to, and I've been saying this a lot recently, they need to do whatever they can to position themselves as far away Way from being just the third leg in this race mm -hmm. of three exactly similar yeah. legs. Box. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, we have we have the PS4 and we have the Xbox One, basically virtually identical, except for a couple of like ADPs or whatever. No one cares. Uh, oh, this one has more boxes, and that one has a better dog fur. Who gives a crap? Nintendo's doing something totally different, but the second they try to pretend like they're neck and neck with these other two is when they look like failures. The second they create a a, a, a an ecosystem that can support their games on an infrastructure that's cheap, people will go, that's a $200 Nintendo box. All it does is play 10 amazing games a year sold. 
Mm-hmm. That's what they need to do. And if it's also like, uh, oh, and it also check your blood pressure and make you tell you not to eat so many Twinkies. Well, what you're describing is the is the Wii, right? People didn't buy a Wii because they wanted a game platform that they would be playing for years. They bought it because they played Wii Sports at somebody's house and they just right. needed yep. to have it. The right? It's like people buying the guitars for Rock Band and Guitar Heroes. Like they played it somewhere. It was amazing. The experience is cool. I got to do this at home. And I don't really think about whether I'm going to use that stuff long term. Yeah. But that's the challenge with the Wii U. You look at the Wii U, you don't have that wow factor. Yeah, and I think with the with the Wii, it was sort of different because the Wii is the closest we've ever seen to, like, an iPhone in your living room, just in terms of the sheer amount of garbage on it. And <laughs> so much yeah, that it was made yeah. by so many companies. If you look in our game library here in IGN. Chicken shoot. Oh, yeah, there's walls of, of yeah, crap for the Wii. There was a lot and, of shovelware. you know, the Wii U would be lucky to have that problem right now. But it, do, it doesn't even have that. Yeah, but that's what happens when the install base goes so high. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Wii, yeah. in the end, sold over uh, sold 100 million units. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. They were successful last generation because they bet on older technology, but they had that clear selling point of, hey, look how you interact with games. Anyone can play games. The, open up the gaming population like it worked it was a great bet on their part it was know? i mean the wii was also cheap for a while I yeah mean, and, and you, nintendo was still making a profit yeah once yeah. it was readily available and cheap i mean that thing sold like gangbusters and uh, the the wii u only has one of those things on lock yep yeah i'm with marty though that i worry that this quality of life uh, initiative as cool as it'll be and i think nintendo can mm-hmm. definitely transition i mean the company's been around 125 years they transitioned from hanafuda carts to toys hotels ramen whatever they've done a lot so if this is their new prize they have their eyes on that's fine but uh you know there are some really talented groups within nintendo that i still you know in my heart want to hear yeah they're still making these kinds of games that you want and nintendo was really clear they also said hey video games are still a core part of our business and we are going to stay a hardware and software company we are not only going software only would not work for us we don't see that as something we want to do um so you know we'll see but yeah that's good news though it means that if you've already bought a wii u you know they're they're going to continue to Mm -hmm. make games for it right so like there's no risk of this being a sega situation where somebody says okay thanks bye and you're sitting there and you've got one terrible sonic game and a bunch of great other third-party games on it Mm -hmm. Ah, rayman on dreamcast so good it was um but yeah so uh, you know i i'm curious to hear what they're planning to do you know it could be really cool like um when i think about um in-home devices um like they, some of them could use a magic touch, and I, I just, you know, I just installed, uh, uh, you know, Nest Protect, the smoke detectors. I've got a Nest thermostat, all these, all these kind of things like hue lighting, where somebody does a device that is mundane and stupid, right? And you're like, oh, this is actually kind of exciting. Like having a thermostat that is smart and knows when you're not home, turns down the heat, and sa- saves you like, you know, hundred bucks a year. That's great. And I feel like there are lots of other things. Um, that someone could make better. If you think about treadmills, they've got horrible displays with gaudy graphics and stupid yep. applications in them. Could somebody actually make the application powering these devices great? Or, they need to play yeah. that uh, song when there's only a minute left in a Mario level. It goes faster and faster. But sometimes it takes a company like that to to kind of like really upend things. Like it's the same with your 
I mean, look, <laughs> Sorry, look, Jose. look how terrible your DVRs are. You know, yeah. like, yeah. what do we spend most of our time on watching TV? What is the most horrible browsing experience? Nintendo DVRs. TV. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're right. It's not that great. But, like, somebody will make it better. And yeah, so absolutely. maybe they will do that. Yeah, and what you just described reminds me of how I also feel about smart TVs. Right? I bought a smart TV, and yeah. it's like, on paper, they sound great, right? Because yeah. it's like, here's a bunch of internet applications you could use. That's great on paper, but the interfaces are terrible. Yeah. They're yeah. not well made. The remote control sucks. Even if they put a keyboard on the back, it just – it doesn't even – I have a, t- I have a contr- remote control where on the front side it's just a standard TV remote. And then on the back it's like a QWERTY keyboard that you hold yeah. it sideways. And you think, oh, I would be able to type in for anything, right? I want to look something up on YouTube. Just type it out. No. No. It doesn't no. even register. And I'm like, who was making this crap? So I think you're right. The, the ability to improve on sort of uh, how hardware best takes advantage of software – Nintendo can figure that out. And it's the same. It's the same in education, right? Before yeah. companies like Leapfrog came out, like everything was just cumbersome and crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Apple. So, I mean, we'll the see. whole reason smartphones took yeah. off, right? They absolutely mastered, you know, hardware and software interface. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. look at look at their the first generation of iPods with like click wheel games and stuff like that. Like yeah, everything does. starts terribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Wow. I, I like that little steering Everything wheel. Starts terribly. Yeah. So Everything ends terribly as well. That's, isn't that Mitch Dyer's movie? <laughs> yeah, the Mitch Dyer movie. Everything's garbage. <laughs> so uh, we skipped a couple stories um, from this. Uh, we want to get to the question of the week because we've got to wrap soon, and then uh, so we'll come up with responses. Last week's question of the week came from a listener asking, uh, "What were some of your most egregious?" Uh, uh, games you didn't play, you know, games. Uh, your what do you call it again? I forget. Backlog. Backlog. Thank you. Backlog uh, games. Yeah, yeah. Backlog games. Things that you should have played by now and you haven't. So I'm curious to hear pairs, just because pairs. My backlog. A long time. Yeah. What, what'd you, what's in there? My backlog is Tearaway. Haven't That's even started it. I haven't research. even started it. Give me, give me Wait, something. How far back I don't, in the backlog are we going here? I don't have an ancient backlog, man. Yes, like you I'm, do. No way. You play them all? Huh? You played them all? Yeah, and like I feel like games that I didn't finish that are like twenty years old, like that's the that's game it. wasn't good enough to hook me. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I finished almost every Super NES, Super Famicom game that I owned. So, cause I like I just never slept. Mm-hmm. But now my backlog is like Splinter Cell Blacklist, where oh, like yeah, I, yeah, I disconnected my 360, right, yeah. and like playing on Xbox One now. Uh, Lego Marvel Superheroes. Simply, my kids got sidetracked, and that's a game that you gotta play with another yeah. person. You have a Wii U, right? Yeah. So Splinter Cell is pretty cool on uh, on Wii U. Yeah, I, but I didn't play any of the online. See, then I need so. to buy it again. We have already, a whole yeah. library of games here. All right, fine. I'll bore it. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Diablo 3. Yeah. Oh. I played it when a little bit when it originally came out uh, on PC. didn't have that much time um, and then wanted to pick it up. Um, I really want to play that on consoles. Yeah. I'm just waiting exactly. for a PS4 version that will have like all whatever has come out for it since. And then Walking Dead Season 2. I, I loved uh, walk, the first season of Walking Dead, and I just it's, it's just dark, sitting there. Man. It's just sitting yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really weird to be all excited about returning I, to something and then sitting down and be like, Oh, this is hard. <laughs> I saw I saw your your the interview with Clementine on yeah, up at noon yeah, and like seems like she's all grown up now. Yeah, it's, things have yeah. gotten really bad Looks, for her. She doesn't shave. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? What what are your backlogs? Uh, oh, me, it's skip me for now. I'm not right. sure. Uh, I've never played a Fallout game, I've never played an Elder Scrolls game, I've never played a Mass Effect game. Whoa. I haven't touched GTA five. You haven't touched GTA Five, no. and you're on a video on IGN saying you would after New York Comic Con. Oh I just yeah, just want to point that out. Yeah, I saw Liar. that. Well, that's because yeah. that panel was really good. Yeah. I thought those guys were going to come. I thought the Trevor, Michael, and Franklin were going to come hang out at my house. Those guys or come beat you yeah. up if you didn't. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I feel like you can't play uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout very close together because sure. they're very similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I would definitely play one of the two. Yeah, Skyrim. I'll just play Dark Souls. Yeah. Again. 
Don't play. I, I think I played. That's I played, like Flappy Bird. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I played more uh, Lego City Undercover than I did GTA Five. Really? Year. Yeah, I had more fun with that I game. I love Lego City. As a as a sandbox game, I had so much more fun. It's with a good that game. game. It's fun, but GTA does crazy stuff that no other game does. Sure. Like totally. Again, like just jumping into an airplane and like running errands, like for dr- for like a drug smuggler. Yep. It was just so cool. Yep. Yeah. It was like Sky Odyssey hidden in GTA. Mm-hmm. Like All right, that. so mine, uh, I actually did pick one really old game. I have yet to finish Final Fantasy three on Super Nintendo. All right. That is, uh, and I keep wanting to go back to it. I just have never found the time. Um, I did not play Splinter Cell Blacklist. That's more recent. And uh, I really like stealth games, so that's terrible. I need to hurry up and play that. And if I wanted to put one more on here, um, hmm. I'd be willing to I've play. never played Kirby's Air Ride. All right, oh, Dude, God, that's okay. That that's no. not a backlog. That's a ignore game this game. Yeah. There are people uh, out there who are YouTube. big defenders of Kirby's yeah. Air Ride. Yeah, they're called crazy <laughs> and wrong. There's institutions for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I want to I find out um, about that game to see how I did it really play by itself. So you don't have ancient backlog games either? I have probably a few if I really think about it, but um, I, didn't, I didn't get to spend a lot of time on this question. I was a little busy. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I never finished the, uh, the Wii Fire Emblem. Uh, you know the Radiant Dawn. Yeah, Radiant Dawn. Yeah, I never finished that one, and it's kind of staring at me. So I, eventually, I gotta go. I back haven't gotten and more than it. like ten minutes into Zelda Two. I'd like to finish that. That's the only Zelda, Zelda I've, I haven't finished. Oh, oh I guess Skyward Sword too. I, I quit that yeah. one. Yeah. Skyward Sword. I, I would love to finish that game. I got forty I hours in and then stopped. Yeah. Skyward. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That has a good good ending. Yeah. The way it wraps up is really what, nice. Something made me walk away forever. All right. I want to check in uh, the backlogs of yeah, some yeah. of our listeners. Yeah. Yep. So you can email IGN at in- nvc at ign.com, and we um, we cannot read all your questions on the air, but we do read a lot and sometimes respond to them, sometimes three weeks late, like I did today. Yeah. Um, so here's the first one from uh, Hayden DeLay. Is that a real name? Is your name really Hayden DeLay? Because that's amazing. Um, I, I bought but never seemed to get around to playing Okami. Oh. Skyrim, GTA Five, Zombie U, and Resident Evil Revelations. I'm working. Oh, I'm working Evil's a full-time job and working on my master's degree, which means I have no time for a girlfriend, or more importantly, these amazing games. Um, well, does, summer does vacation. <laughs> Huh? Summer vacation. They, the Masters people also, get that, right? Also, stop playing these really long games. Just, yeah. yeah that's, play short games. Oh, dude, Okami's going to keep you busy for hours. Skyrim, I spend more than 100 hours you did. in that one. Yeah, Skyrim, more than 100 hours. It's such a long game. And Okami's not short either. It's no, like Zelda like length. Right? No, it's, yeah. it's like intro th- cinematic in Okami is three days long. Zombie Stop it. Let me be the wolf. All right, this one's from James Koyu. K-O-I-O-U. Huh. Uh, hey, Koopalings, here are my five games. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. That's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. A good one. Super Mario RPG. Ooh. Majora's Whoa. Mask. Oh, oh yeah, you got to finish that. Garbage. Mm-hmm. That's Earthbound. Shut up oh, with the Earthbound. garbage. A Link yeah, to the Past and that. a Link Between Worlds. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, a Link to the Past is yeah. the most egregious one on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he... All these guys always write the pronunciation of their names at the bottom of the emails <laughs> after I read them all. So it's Koyu. Sorry, man. Okay. From Toronto, Ontario. I think Keep you said doing that. that. You said Koyu, right? Koyu, good. Uh, next one. Uh, loves the show. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to look at the bottom here. Nimesh Mystery. Why do you guys have awesome names like that? Are you like Final Fantasy characters? <laughs> Nimesh Mystery. <laughs> awesome name. Darksiders 2. Yes, that's a good one, right? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a Zelda game. RFP developer. Metroid Prime 2. Um, Out of all the Metroid Primes, that's the one that you can skip because it's not... I said this at work the other day. You gave me hell. No, it's really good, but it's not amazing. It's not as good as one and three. Is that what he said when he gave you hell or he gave you something else? What did he say? 
Oh, I said it's not a good game. And he just came and out of... He, from, he just and he he started beating me like yeah. the father that he is. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll continue. Shut up, son. Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Those are good. 3DS yeah, VC. Yeah. Lego City Undercover. Yep, play that. Earthbound. Yep. Everyone should be playing Earthbound. Yeah, Stop what are you doing? Stop listening to this podcast and go play Earthbound. Lots, yeah. of, uh, lots of people saying they want Earthbound. I didn't Earthbound because I started playing it last year for the first time. Absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And then someone told me it takes 100 hours to beat. That is, that's not true. The, you can be done in 30 hours. BS. That okay. game is well less yeah. than 30 hours. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a liar in yeah. 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 yeah, there was. Jared Thompson, a long-time listener since IGN64. Hello. Thank um, you. Hello. He is uh, number one, Super Metroid. I know, I know. Dude, Super what? Metroid. Mitch hasn't played it either. Oh what? God! Yeah, Send Super back to Canada. There's no <laughs> excuse. Super Metroid is just holds up like it was released yeah. yesterday. I feel and again, like. that's like a ten-hour game. And it is very fast. You can beat that one very fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda: Twilight Princess, Super Mario Sunshine, mm-hmm. Zelda 2. Uh, every time I try, I get frustrated and give up. Yep, happens yeah. to a lot of guys. Damn dungeons, man! Metroid Prime Trilogy number five. Holy moly! You haven't played any of the Metroid Primes, or not just not the trilogy? You can I, can I give Jared one. and Marty a tip for Zelda 2? What? Zelda 2, uh, grind a lot very early on, level up like crazy, and yeah. then, then go start the game. Fun like, fact. Do, yeah. Do a lot of stuff before you really get into the thick of it, and you're, you'll be a lot more sure. Zelda 2, the only so, RPG Zelda game ever yeah, released. Yeah. All the others Play are it like it is adventures. one. Uh, Scott says, Link Between Worlds, Lego City Undercover, Shin Megami Tensei 4, Paper Mario Sticker Star, and Zombie U. Yeah, I didn't finish Shin Megami Tensei 4. I started it, and then I got... It's really hard. It's like that game does not play from the from the opening battle. I didn't finish Sticker Star. Oh, this one is good. If you okay. have if you have more than three made up words in your title, I'm not going to play you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Except oh, unless that you're Dang Van Suck Dang Goku Bizarro, <laughs> half son of the fourth victory too. Nice. Andrew Leek, uh, Scribble Knots Unmasked, uh, Mass Effect Three on the Wii U. Wow, you were one of the people who bought that um, on the Wii U. Tearaway Vita, Rainbow Moon Vita. Also, I still have to get the things in 3D World and Lego Marvel Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, I like no how you comment. snuck it in. No comment. Mark Kirkman, uh, Bioshock Infinite, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Grand Theft Auto 5, Tearaway, and Dark Souls Prepared to Die. Galaxy 2 is the one you got to get back to. Yeah. Yeah. Tearaway can wait. It's not that good. Uh, Dark Souls. It's really good. Jose no, it's all, Tearaway's no. short, though, was, right? If that game was Stark Mario, you'd be all over it. That game is boring. <laughs> that game Stark Mario, you'd be able to jump in the enjoy. first hour of it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> How long did that take? It takes like an hour. Uh-huh. That's like a Peter Molyneux game. What if there was a Mario <laughs> game where you couldn't, where your legs were broken, you couldn't hey, jump? There, there was a Mario game where you couldn't jump. It was a Captain Toad Adventures in 3D World. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. But there was Toad. Toad. Toads don't jump. Wait, except for in all the games the, where they jump. Or Luigi's uh, Mansion. He doesn't Mario. jump in that game. Yeah. Next one. That game's too heavy. Steven. Steven Haberman. Matt, Matt Goatee from the uh, IGN community Matt here. His, his five games. The Wonderful 101. Project X-Zone. Uncharted. Oh, yeah. I haven't played Project X-Zone that much either. Is it worth oh, it? Project Is it worth it? Uh, I couldn't get into it. Uncharted Golden Abyss. Um... That's the Vita one. That's the Vita yeah. one. Yeah, you know what? It's okay. Skip. You can skip that one. Skip it. Um, it's better than I'm, Uncharted 1. I love the Uncharted games, and that one didn't do it for me. Yeah. Mass Effect 3, the hubbub, hubbub over the ending kept me from playing this conclusion. Don't. Just play it. They they changed it. It's fine. You don't even no, know if you're what? mad at the ending. <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep That's playing. That's not fair. You're supposed to finish the game and then get mad, not get mad first. It's a good wrap-up. Skyrim, I stopped playing due to PS3 version issues. Never went back. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah they, really that was broken on PS3. Still I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me see if we got some other uh, interesting ones. Oh, this one is good. Uh, Abel uh, Diaz here. Um, 
is Never heard he's of got it. some old yeah he hasn't finished Abel Diaz um, <laughs> so he's got some classics Act Razor on the Ooh. Super NES oh my god that's, that's such a good game that's Mitch's but he didn't play Super Metroid yeah. Quintet son that's, that's a really good game right there uh, next one even even better Ogre Battle 64 Ooh. wow love yeah. that one was that March yeah. of the Black Queen? Or, yeah. yeah. Might have been. Uh, there was a Queen reference in Ogre Battle. Well, all all Queen awesome. titles. Queen song titles. Yeah. 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 Uh, Super Monkey Ball. Ooh, I love that. Sin game. and Punishment, yeah. Star Successor. Man, he's got some good games. And Need for Speed, Most Wanted You. That was a great game. That's a good game. Yeah. That is a good it's game. It's really good. Yeah. Monkey Ball's awesome. I, yeah. I mean, that, I, I can't take you that long to finish that game. Although the second half of the game is incredibly it's, difficult. They get shockingly hard. Yeah. 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 yeah, you guys should watch some speedruns for that. <laughs> Cosmo actually speedruns. Remember Cosmo, right? Yeah, he yeah. He's a guest on here. He speedruns uh, Monkey Ball. And that guy got skills, man. He oh, can I got to watch stuff that, where he man. Just I, I played those like crazy in yeah. college. Yeah. Those were so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So Billy from Philly has uh, has five very egregious, well, four the backlog games. Link to the Past. Jesus. Link's Awakening DX. Oracle Jesus. of Asians. Oracle of Seasons. Okay, Did that's you just not, miss all the Zeldas? That's not one game, but okay. What? Super Mario World. I was a Sega kid, so I've never played this. Oh. Whoa. Okay, Super Mario World. That's like... Yeah, you got to play that now. The three Castlevania well, games nice. on GBA. He was a second kid, and he's listening to a Nintendo podcast. That's progress in my book. So <laughs> well, he's a second kid, and he's not a. <laughs> he had nowhere head, else so. to turn. So the three it's Castlevania games house. on GBA, and the three on <laughs> DS, and then the original Metroid. Oh my God! Yeah, what if you read IGN's twenty greatest games of all time list and decide to never play any of them? That's yeah. pretty good, man. I, actually, I'm kind of envious of you because you have some incredible games to play for the first time. Yeah, that's true. How much time do we have, Jose? Uh, read two more. Okay, so this is Ian Matty's Metroid Prime Three. I purchased the trilogy for the Wii. Want to work through one and two again with Wii controls. I'm about 66 percent through two. That's the one, man. Like going in the dark world just sucks. It's yeah. not fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know, like a movie where like the hero gets like his arm shot off or like he's like injured and like it just sucks the fun yeah. out of the game. Yeah. yeah, that's how I felt about that. Yeah, yeah, Chron- so Chrono Trigger. Slow. Chrono oh, wow. Trigger for DS. Yep. Uh, Dragon one. Dragon that's Ball really Origins two. No, that's, that's not fun. a really good one. <laughs> that's not. I mean, Origins 2. Was that uh, and then, <laughs> Origin 2 is you, one origin. You need two origins for it. Did I, see, did I say last story? The last story? The last oh, story. That's two. Yeah. That's last story 2. Game. More story. And Blue, Blue Dragon for Xbox 360. No, you're fine with that. Wow. Wow. See, I wasn't. Wow. Yeah. Great <laughs> pedigree see, of developers. See, we got Japanese yeah. friends. See? Yeah. 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 All right. I <laughs> uh, got, got, got one more here. Okay. Let's see. Go Paul Linton. Paul wrote in really early. On January 28th. Hello, hello, NVC. Um, da, da, da. He uh, listens to NVC, prefers podcast Beyond, but that's because he's a Sony fanboy. Wow. No shame in that, Beyond. Um, so what are he's you doing? got that. It's a good show, man. No, it it's is a good, good show. show. You don't got to drop the catchphrase on this show. <laughs> you don't have a catchphrase. Nah, Otherwise, I don't other, want one. We already did get the thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> Zelda Never Link end. Between Worlds, Wind Waker HD, Mario 3D World, and Animal Crossing. Well, you, you just some... didn't play like the four yeah, best games. You bought all the games. best games and then you didn't play any of them. Guys, we're kind of being harsh to people. I think. No, that's fine. I like yelling <laughs> Stop people. writing letters and start finishing those games. You want to be harsh. Yeah. 3D World is one of the best games that was released last we year. Harsh to, wait, but we weren't harsh to each other when we went through our gaming backlogs, just to be fair. Yeah. So, yeah, he, um, he wrote a really nice email giving <laughs> us feedback on some stuff, by the way. Um, you know, like he, he made the argument like he bought, um, you know, went out and bought a DS, uh, 3DS, and he said he found Mario 3D Land to be totally overrated. I agree with um, that. He, you know, we gave it a nine, okay. 9.5 on IGN. He says, I don't see it. So why do you agree with that? 
uh, I think especially after playing Mario 3D World, mm-hmm. like that just trumps it in every way. I mm-hmm. think the level design in 3D Land is way too claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. And then you get to 3D World and it spreads out a little bit. It doesn't spread out as much as I'd want. I still want my Sunshine sure. yeah. 64 kind of spread there out. There are some levels. Like I feel like the first one is like this perfect example of what you could have done with the perspective. But not to get too deep into mm-hmm. this, but yeah. there are some that really stand out and yeah. some that really don't. I like how it got tough, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. I had a yeah. bite to it. Yeah, that second half. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, look, I mean, opinions differ, obviously. Like, some people really, really love that game. And it is it is mechanically sound. Everything sure. is good. I I didn't get the same level of excitement that I have for some of the D, 2D games, some of the 3D games, or Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, I married that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's saying, like, if this game had come out with a different unknown protagonist and a new IP, do you think people would have reviewed it the same? And I actually think that you're seeing a lot of positive reviews of indie games with no names. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think... If somebody made a platformer that felt that tight and that good, I think it would have gotten I mean, look at a good score. Yes, but yeah, games wait, like wait Spelunky. Till, wait till uh, people see uh, IGN's Game of the Month. <laughs> Actually, that'll be live by the time this goes live. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we got love for indies. What did we pick? Indie, indie Game game of the Month? Oh, it was uh, Nidhogg. Nidhogg. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 It's good. Interesting. It's good yeah. Interesting yeah. choice. Wasn't there yeah. some Tim Schafer yeah. adventure well, that Nidhogg's also came out? the second best yeah. Game of the Month, yeah. but I'm not counting. I think the Tim Schafer game was the better game, but Nidhogg's yeah, really if good. You're, if you're working on a game with really good graphics, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Give up. Make, your cra- make it look like an Atari game, and we'll be yelling at each other in the office. You know what? When you hook up an old Atari and you play some of the like combat, like simple two-player games, you, mm-hmm. you'll play for hours still. Yeah. It's amazing how like just simple gameplay concepts do can just shine through. Do you ever do that with your through. kids? We go, did. Hey, look, this is what ha- This is what it used we. To be. I yeah. I hooked up old consoles. Like they played Kirby Air Ride for the longest time. By the way, like they love that. Like they're your relatives. So like sure. you know. Yeah, my um, But uh, no, we we played NES and we we hooked up Atari. Atari they couldn't get into because honestly the cartridges I still have aren't the best ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were all like crappy ports of better arcade games that Donkey you can play Kong. everywhere yeah, now. Yeah. Like Donkey Kong looks ridiculous yeah. on, yeah. on the I showed VCS. it to Brian It doesn't even yesterday. look like Donkey no. Kong. No. It looks like a poop monster. <laughs> it is a poop monster. <laughs> he doesn't even look like a gorilla <laughs> at all. Yeah. It's funny you bring this up because we were playing it yesterday. We were playing a bunch of old Atari Really? Games. Yeah, and he was just like, Donkey Kong looks like a poop monster. Yeah. It looks like an escaped gingerbread man. Like <laughs> it's just this thing on top of the construction site. It doesn't even, I mean, it's not even a construction site. It's yeah. a couple of yeah. squares. I find it, I, I can't understand. I don't know understand. why I'm getting so worked up about this. No, it's okay. It's, so it's weird. This is a side story. I'm sorry. This podcast needs to end really soon. It's funny. Um, <clears throat> no, well, because we, uh, I was telling Brian a story where I was like, yeah, we had an Atari in my house for a day, and that was it. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, my mom was really into Miss Pac-Man, and she bought an Atari with a cartridge for Miss Pac-Man. And the minute she hooked it up to the television and saw that the mazes didn't look right, the colors were off, yeah. and it looked like garbage, yeah. she was like, I don't want this in my house. And we got rid of it. And I <laughs> cried my eyes out. I, wow. I like, ah. That's so mean. <laughs> I was like I, I, like, I thought it was cool. And she's like, nope, this is terrible. And then whatever, a year passed or, some, or less than that, and we got an NES. Because um, we lived in New York at the time, so she got one of the... Like, you know, the test market. That's uh, why he's so weird. I know. Like, what, do you know? what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, so weird. What no? are you talking about? You were like, <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Hurt as a child. Well, I mean, it was ugly Miss Pac Man. I didn't know better. I was a little kid. <laughs> you're all hurt by ugly. You don't get, I mean, when you're that age, you don't care. You're just like, give me the video games. Yeah, what are you I taking was, them yeah, away exactly. for? I was I'll hyped. play bad Miss Pac Man. I was yeah. like, I'll I, take it. But you've been reading a book. But you remember the. I. I I can still remember the disappointment when I pushed up 
on the controller on the giant freaking joystick and Pac-Man didn't turn. He yeah. just went like mang, 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 like opens his mouth no matter whether he's eaten or not. He just goes up and down. Like that was so dumb. I was like, is he eating with blowholes on I, the my, top my, of his head? My friend down the block called me up and he's like, I got Indiana Jones. Oh, that one. And I was like, oh my God, you got an Indiana Jones video game? This is going to be amazing. And I went to his house and I was like, da, 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 da. and there was like some square <laughs> with another square on his head that was supposed to be his hat. Okay. And it was like a fake ass snake made out of blocks. Did you understand that game? Because I no, did not know what to do. That game. Like you're like, do like this parachute thing into a wall and you're like dead and you're like, what happened? It made what? no <laughs> sense. It didn't even look like Indiana Jones. Yeah. I'm so thankful we have games now that we're like, the graphics aren't man. Uh, I'm like, you don't even understand. The movie games that I played when I was that age, it was a rectangle with a square on top and that was a, a, a man with a hat. And then he fought a snake with a whip. You couldn't even see the whip. This Get out of here. quite a tangent, man. That is wow. amazing. So, so but, like, the point is they're very <laughs> simple. Out. Like, they're, they're <laughs> games <laughs> with the simplest graphics that will trounce the most complex games. And, yeah. like, that to me is, like, Nintendo in a nutshell, too. They have survived for years with Game Boy, with black and white games yeah. in the face of color, um, you know, uh, consoles and handhelds. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like the Wii U is not dated, but even if they made simple games, if the games are good, they're going to they're gonna be around. So, That's right, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Hey, a uh, question of the week? Yep, let's do it. We're going to so, ask it? Yep. So Nintendo talked about uh, basically expanding their character licensing business uh, and taking a more proactive approach to find appropriate partners for it. And this led to a lot of thinking, right? So did someone write this question? Yeah, Ben, ben, ben Hutmaker wrote in again, uh, long-term, mm-hmm. long-time listener, uh, faith, faithful listener. Um, and he had kind of a slightly different question, but it's spiritually the same. It's like, um, you know, what do you, what, what will the fruits of these kind of, uh, of these newfound licensing deals be? Like, what do you think, what kind of games or applications or, you know, things it will we see come out of it? Like, yeah. This could, this could expand. This to, could be toys. This could be, this toys, could be anything. This could be Mario at Bally's Jack LaLanne. Like, it could be anything. The hell you know? were those words? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bally's Jack LaLanne. You know what Bally's? Well, it was called Bally's Jack LaLanne back it, in the day. But it, could, it was called it, Bally's now. Yeah, there could be games. It could be, you know, Mario <laughs> Angry Birds. Ow, 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 ow. Nintendo cereal system is back. Yeah, know. there you go. Yeah. So let us know. What do these licensing deals yeah. mean? What do you think we're going to see? And, yeah. uh, you know, send us an email at nvc at IGN.com. And you can, of course, also post on the uh, article that accompanies mm-hmm. this yep. podcast. Yeah. yeah, remember, games or not games, whatever you want, try it. Yep. No idea too crazy. Send it our way. Actually, there are ideas. We are. Brian's got some right now. <laughs> <laughs> Show some restraint. All right, great. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, as you know, IGN's uh, NVC podcast comes out every Thursday. On IGN and on your favorite download service. Um, remember, we know you love podcasts. We have a great podcast family for PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo, as you just heard. But if you want to keep the lights on, please make sure to come check out our articles, our features, our reviews over at IGN.com. Mm-hmm. So that's our show for this week. Really quickly, let's go around the room with Twitter handles. You can find Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle. You can find uh, Marty Sleva at Nick Biggity, two G's and two T's. You can find Per Schneider at Per IGN, all platforms and Twitter and all that. And you can find me, Jose underscore Otero, on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Here, here, here we go. So the
when she needs to be. She can go through the air and climb up tree. If you choose her, you'll not choose wrong. With a skip and a hop, she's one cool car. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.